My name is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another episode of Going Deeper Podcast. And our goal each week is to dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word and learn to attach ourselves to it and apply it to our lives. And uh, no matter where you are in your journey of faith, we are glad that you're with us today. Uh, we release a podcast every Wednesday, and if you've enjoyed this podcast, we encourage you to just share it with somebody, share it on social media, forward it through email, text someone who might need to hear this today. We would really appreciate that so much. Um, listen, before we get into our text today, um, I just want to bring to light this truth. Um, do you know, have you experienced that the Bible is true and proven true in Every day of our lives, you know, whether you're in church, whether you're, you're reading and living it, it's proven true, actually, uh, even in people's lives that don't read the Bible. Uh, much of Scripture we see, many of the rewards in life or rewards that are listed in the Bible, many of the consequences or the painful moments that we experience are warned by it in Scripture. And so when we see that and we see different things in life, we're like, oh, that's in the Scripture. We should have listened to it or we have listened to it. Um, it kind of reproves that this book isn't just out there and for people who are crazy you know, spiritual fanatics, but we, we just see it ingrained in every day. Let me just prove a couple of these to you, right? The Bible says it's better to give than receive. Everyone has experienced the joys of giving, you know, that receiving can just be, you know, we can be unfulfilled, but when we have opportunities to serve, give to others, we're, we, we receive like something in our hearts, right? The Bible says the truth will set you free. If you keep living in lies, you feel trapped. I've heard people who been exposed because of a lie, and they've literally said, at least I feel free now, right? Because the truth will set us free. The Bible says, obey your parents. It will go well with you, right? The Bible says, um, Jesus teaches this golden rule, right? Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Listen, much of the world, um, you know, all religions come back to that truth and say, yeah, that actually is how we should live our lives, and it's there's something in us that say it's good, right? Um, uh, I remember my second year working at a CPA firm, uh, we had to go to character training, right? There was something new that they were trying to roll out and implement. And we went to this training and they, they taught us and they spoke about the need for humility. They spoke about um, just having integrity, uh, having patience with coworkers. They talked about, you know, not gossiping. And as I'm sitting there, I'm just like, they're basically just teaching us the Bible, but not giving credit to the Bible, right? Because so much of the truths in Scripture are proven and needed in everyday life. And so uh, I just bring that to light because as we dig deeper into John 3, we're going to read this truth today that we can see, again, whether you read it in Scripture or not, it's in all of us. Um, and so we're going to be in John 3. We're just going to be reading 19 through 21. So if you have script Bible, you want to read along or just listen, we're in John 3, verses 19 through 21. Jesus says this as he's talking to Nicodemus. He says, and this is the judgment, that light has come into the world. And people love darkness rather than the light because their works uh, were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come into the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes into the light so that it can be clearly seen that his works have been carried out. In 
God. Now listen, Jesus is bringing a couple parallels here, right? He's bringing this parallel between light and darkness, that light and darkness are complete opposite, right? We see that in science, right? I mean, the truest definition of two things that are opposite is that two things that are opposite cannot coexist in the same space, right? Or in the same moment of time, right? If there is light, then there can't be darkness. If there's darkness, there cannot be light. Um, Jesus is saying, I'm the light. I've come into the world, right? Um, that light judges the darkness. That light overtakes the darkness. He points out that darkness represents evil. He points out that light represents truth, that truth and evil cannot coexist, right? He also points out this truth that light reveals things where darkness hides things, right? Like it goes back to when we were kids playing hide and go seek. You find a dark area, right, to hide um, so that you can't be seen. If you're looking for something, right, we turn the lights on, we get the flashlight out because we know that light reveals, but darkness hides things. Again, these are common in science, common in our understanding, but Jesus doesn't just talk about light and darkness in their own, you know, elements and being, but he, he, he brings this truth that, that we experience in our lives, that when we walk in something that's evil or wicked, we hide it in our lives, right? That if we are doing things that we're ashamed of, we hide it. We don't want anyone else to know. It's a biblical truth that Jesus is bringing to light in John 3. But listen, even if you never picked up a Bible before, a lot of us have experienced it, right? We've done something wrong. We lie about it. We try to hide it. We try to, we don't want anybody else to find out about it, right? There's something in us, right? That, that wants to hide those wicked, evil things. There's something in us that if we do something good, we want everybody to know the good things. We want recognition, but no, we don't want anybody to know when we've done things that are bad and wrong. And Jesus takes it one step further. He exposes our heart by saying, not only do we want to hide when we mess up, but he says, people loved the darkness. That there are people that they hate the lives, light. They love the idea that they can run from God. They love the idea of, I'm just going to put anything away that's good, and I'm going to just immerse myself in the darkness, right? Um, and, and we see this in our culture, don't we? We see this, that people go out to clubs and bars during the day. No, at nighttime, right? We see this, that when are the... the the shows on TV or the movies that are risque, right, and moral, when are they on? They're on late, late at night. Um, listen, even in cities, some people will say, hey, don't go out at night. Why can't we go walk the streets at nighttime? It might be dangerous because of certain types of people out at night. Not judging them, but the, there's something about darkness, right, in our culture um, that that it, it allows for people to continue to do wicked deeds. I mean, and, and even, you know, it grieves me that on, on web browsers, you know, every web browser has some incognito mode, some dark mode, so that people can do wicked things on the internet and so nobody can trace it or see it, or at least so they think. And, and let me tell you, the problem with dwelling in darkness and living there and staying there, it allows you to keep deceiving yourself. You can't see clearly. You can't see truth. So you just keep deceiving yourself. You keep justifying the wrongs. And, and ultimately, that darkness keeps you trapped in your sin, right? We, we run from God. We run from the source of freedom and truth. And it keeps us trapped in our sin. We can't tell anybody what's going on. But because we can't tell anybody, we just keep doing it. 
But Jesus says he is light. And Jesus says that he brings truth, that he shines his light into every dark area. That if we allow it, that truth can come, it can bring conviction, it can expose the wrongs in our life, and it can transfer us out of the dark areas and into walking in truth and walking into God's will if we allow him to do that. And so as we, as we wrap up, how do we apply this to our lives? Again, I hope you can see, yeah, this is, this is our culture. This is life. This is humans, right? This is how we live. We hide, right, the, the wicked things in our lives. Sometimes we, we run from God. We really don't want to uh, have him, you know, be present in some of the areas in our life that we're ashamed of. So how can we transfer from that area to truly living in light. Well, listen, I believe we can live in the light through a couple things. We live in the light through believing in Jesus. Now, that might sound really elementary, but but remember, Jesus is sharing this in John 3. He's sharing with Nicodemus. So I, always when we dig into God's word, see the context. He's talking about how we can be born again. He's talking about how we can have new life. He's talking about how God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. He's bringing that truth to light, and then he's talking about how people love darkness, but we can walk in the light. Listen, we cannot walk in the light without believing in Christ, but when we believe in Christ, it automatically shines light, and there's a change that happens. Listen, we can walk in the light because we know that God loves us, right? God so loved the world. God loved the wicked world. He loved the world so much he gave his son. And we can think, if I believe that with all my heart, I don't have to run from God, no matter what I've done, because I know that God loves the world. I don't have to hide, right? He sent his son into the world. He gave his son. Why did he give his son? So that he might die on the cross for you and me, that he might die for our sins. Therefore, we believe that. We can say, you know what? I don't have to live in darkness anymore because I I know that it's only through Jesus' death on the cross that I can be forgiven. I don't earn my salvation. I don't earn God's love anymore. It's given to me through Jesus Christ. Therefore, why must I hide? I rely on Christ's perfection, not mine. This is what Paul meant when he read in, in Philippians 3. He said, I've suffered the loss of all things. I count them rubbish in order that I might gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. When we believe in Christ, our righteousness comes from Christ. So this idea that we have to hide our sin, we have to hide in darkness so that people won't know, that gets annihilated through the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we can come into the light and allow our deeds to be exposed, right? Listen, we live in the light, second thing, we live in the light through just being with Jesus, right? I know it's hard to go and spend time with Jesus when we mess up. Some of you might have experienced that. I believe with all my heart, the enemy loves attacking people on Saturday night. I believe with all my heart, there's a reason why the weekends people are, are prone to be tempted. The, the enemy wants to pull people away from God, pull people away from fellowship. And so um, they want to say, you know, cast, hey, you, you've messed up. You can't go be with God or you're just a hypocrite, right? Listen, I've done enough in my own life, right? I know when I don't feel worthy enough. 
And maybe there's some people struggling to come to Jesus because you've done some heinous crime and, and you're being judged by the world. You're in jail even, right? But let me just tell you, I know some people are struggling because you don't feel like you're a good enough mom or dad, right? You don't feel like you're a good enough spouse sometimes, right? Sin is sin in God's mind. And the devil wants to tell us that we are not good enough and that we should go hide in darkness. But when we allow our complete lives to come into the light, listen, we do that when we just spend time with Jesus, right? When we just come to him in prayer, when we just come to him and say, God, here I am, right? Just being with him. God, here I am. You, you see it? Why am I going to hide, right? God wants to have an intimate relationship with you and with me. That word intimacy, I just always see that basically intimacy means you can see me, right? When I'm intimate with somebody, they can see every part of who I am. And guess what? God already does that whether you know it or not. Psalms 139 says, Oh Lord, you search me and you know me. You discern my thoughts from afar. You've searched out my path, my lying down. You're acquainted, listen, with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, uh, behold, O oh Lord, you know it altogether. Listen, the knowledge that God has of you is incredible. It's far beyond what you can comprehend. So if we understand that, then we don't have to be afraid to just be with Jesus. We come into the light and we believe in Christ. We come into the light and we just be with Christ. Listen, third thing, we come into the light and we, we are honest with other people, right? Uh, one of the greatest faults of the church as a whole is we don't allow room for people to be people. I re repent of that. If there's anything that we've done wrong in our church of that, listen, uh, none of us want to purposely sin. None of us want to mess up. But sometimes we struggle handling how do we do life together by just being honest. We like to bring the good. Oh, this is the good that happened. But we struggle sharing the deep struggles, the deep um, emotional pain, the deep um, mess ups, the fallouts that we've had. Uh, and I want to encourage you that, listen, for us to keep coming to light, we need to develop authentic relationships with people, with other believers that we know and that we trust, that we can share the good, the bad, we can bring it into light. Listen, we are not a church that judges. The God's word brings judgment and conviction. We don't do it as people, right? We want to we wanna be a place where people can share and, and we can share the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. So we, we live in the light by just being honest with other believers. And lastly, we live in the light by allowing change. Right When we come into God's light, when we allow his truth to shine into our lives, when we don't just run and hide, but we can humble ourselves, we know God loves me no matter what, we allow him to expose the wrong areas in our lives, guess what? Life change will happen and we will change. Listen, the gospel in action is people, this is what the gospel in action is, is people who are far from God who know that God loves them, and they turn to God. And when they turn to God, uh, he changes their lives for the better. That's what the gospel is. Uh, it's turning to God, turning away from the world. Not that we're perfect, but we are seeking his will. Now, I've said it before, read scripture in context. We're in John 3. John is talking to this Pharisee named Nicodemus. He's talking about how we need to be born again and about the love of God. Talking about how, listen, don't hide in darkness. Let the light come into your life. And then in verse 22, it says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing 
John, John the baptizer, was also baptizing near Salem because the water was plentiful there and people were coming and being baptized. Listen, the baptism is this symbol that your old life is gone, that your new life has come, that your old works are dead, and that you have new life in Christ, right? And um, yes, some will run and hide. Some hate the light. Some love the darkness, right? But I'm so encouraged because many people will allow this light into their lives. I love reading this little tiny passage because it talks about the disciple. They're baptizing people. John's baptizing people. People's lives were being changed. They were receiving the light into their lives. So yes, there are people who love darkness, but there were people whose lives were being transformed. And I believe people's lives are still being transformed. I believe, I hope and pray somebody listening today that you would allow yourself to step out of darkness into the light. Let me just end with a couple questions. Listen, are you afraid of the light? Are you, not the literal light, not the, the switch, but are you afraid of the light of the truth of God's word? Are you running from God in your heart today? Ask that question. If so, I believe God's challenging you. Don't run from the light. Don't be afraid of God. Run to him. Second thing, is there something that you're doing that needs to be brought into the light? Do you feel trapped? Do you feel like deceived? Do you feel like that you can't overcome an area of your life? Is there something maybe you need to confess, right? Listen, we can confess it to God today. Remember, God sees it all. He knows a word before it's even on our tongues, right? Remember Romans 5, 8. While we were sinners is when Christ died for us. So we can go to God and we can confess the wrongs and bring it into light. And lastly, um, listen, um, is there a person that you can talk to about the difficult areas and the dark areas of your life? Who is that person? Is there a person in faith in Christ that you can trust? Is there a person even maybe God wants you to develop a relationship? Maybe you don't share with them right away, but I want to develop a relationship. Is there a connect group you can get involved in, right? Or a prayer group, or, or can you reach out to somebody? Maybe it's Celebrate Recovery, but let me just tell you, God's word says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. I have three brothers in Christ that I'm so thankful for. I can go to them anytime. I can share the worst of the worst, the best of the best, and they will love and accept me. They will speak truth into my life. If I'm confused, I can say, am I off on this? And I trust them to speak truth. I hope you have someone that you can really talk to and be honest because the enemy is going to lie to you. The enemy is going to say they won't like you. They're going to think you're different. They're going to think you're weird. You can't share that. The enemy is going to say they don't have time for you. The enemy is going to say, oh, you are such a burden in people's lives. The enemy does that because he wants to trap you in your sin. But God's word says, no, bring it out in the light. And so many times when I was afraid to bring something to the light, I finally just said, I'm going to just pick up the phone and call somebody. I was met with something completely different than what the enemy was lying to me because he wanted to keep me entrapped. Listen, we're going to close in prayer right now. And I just pray, even before I pray right now, listen, if the Lord's speaking to your heart about something, just open your heart in this moment, okay? Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Jesus, you just share what really happens in our lives, that we are people, that when we walk in things that we are ashamed of or that are wrong, we hide then. Jesus, we, we're sorry that we hide. And you're, you're, you're calling us out. You're basically saying, hey, hide and seek is over. Come on out into the light. I love you. And I thank you for that calling. I pray that somebody here would listen. I pray that somebody uh, would, would, um, 
walk out of the darkness into the light, that they would not be afraid to share what's going on in their lives because, Jesus, you already see it. Lord, I pray that you would help us to be people that love the light, people that, um, that as people share even things with us, that we don't judge them or push them away, but we bring them to the grace and the love of Jesus Christ. And Jesus, please help us to keep applying your word, that we would be careful of dark areas in our life and that we would continue to walk in light, believing that as we are in the light, you are in the light and that we will be in your will. We thank you for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, thank you for being part of this Going Deeper podcast and listening with us today. Um, Remember, keep going deep into the bedrock of God's word.